0: Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Here you go. Here you go. Nothing personal, second word of the day. On August 31st is bonus pod alert. It's a bonus pod. You knew that I was going to come back and talk about the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Most exciting trade deadline of any sport. It happens. Teams think they're in it, so they bring on guys. They're out of it. They need to shed money. They bring on money. It's a constant fight between the owner and the GM and the president. You have to speak to the guys in the clubhouse because certain players, like today, Jonathan Villar, was in the Marlins game as they were beating the Mets. Knock, knock. The phone call comes from Miami, where Mike Hill at President Baseball Operations has just traded Jonathan Villar to the Toronto Blue Jays. Excuse me, uh, you need to pull him from the game. Go get Don Mattingly and then get him out of the game, because if he gets hurt, then he can't be traded. Out goes Villar. He's headed north of the border. Actually, he's not north of the border anymore. It's actually to Buffalo with the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's get into it. Let's talk winners. Let's talk losers. Who really lost today? Let's start with the Texas Rangers. They lost in a way that I understand. They opened a new ballpark this year, Globe Life Field. Their total attendance this year is worse than the Marlins attendance was at Marlins Park its first year. I never thought that would be possible that someone would open a ballpark with smaller attendance than what I did. But it actually happened. Their total paid attendance in 2020, zero. I feel terribly for them. So they put a team together to open a ballpark. They signed Mike Minor. They had Lance Lynn. They traded for Corey Kluber. They had Joey Batts, Joey Gallo in their lineup. They really felt as though they were built and ready to win. And then the pandemic hit. And then they couldn't hit. And then... The pandemic stayed and they couldn't pitch. So the Rangers said, sell, Mortimer, sell. And so they did. They traded Mike Miner to the Oakland A's, who's a middle of the rotation guy, nothing, not a big deal. Corey Kluber's hurt. But the Rangers' two best assets were Lance Lynn and Joey Gallo. But instead of trading them, they stood pat. And the reason they stood pat is that they believe that come 2021 when they really open the new ballpark with fans that Lance Lynn at $8 million and Joey Gallo still being on the team means that they have a chance to compete. And that's what they're holding out hope for. So they would have been willing to trade him maybe, but it would have had to have been a clear win for the Rangers. And that did not happen today at the deadline. I'm going to call the Rangers losers, and it makes me sad to do so. What about the New York Yankees? I understand that you don't necessarily have to make a move. I've been calling for them to get more starting pitching forever, including the fact that they needed to sign Garrett Cole, and they got him. But it turns out that Aaron Judge is hurt. Giancarlo Stanton's hurt. Gary Sanchez can't hit. What happened to Greg Bird? Andujar is at the alternate site. All these great baby bombers from last year, where are they? The Yankees find themselves looking up at the Tampa Bay Rays. Not in payroll, the Yankees have not beat there, but in wins. The Yankees today leave the deadline as the number seven seed in the American League. I may have that wrong, Coca. I totally think I may have made that up, but I think that's where they are. You have to finish in the top two to guarantee you make the playoffs. So I think if they finish their division in second place, they'd be in the top six. So I don't know why I'd say seven because I think they're in second place. But Brian Cashman is staying with what he has. And if Tanaka and Hap and the big Maple Paxton don't step it up, then it doesn't matter how good Garrett Cole is. They will not have a long postseason run and their drought in terms of winning the World Series will continue For an 11th year. What about the Cleveland Indians? My third loser. Just because a player goes out on a Saturday night and then lies about it, and his teammates don't want him in the clubhouse, and they say there's going to be a clubhouse revolt if you don't trade him, and so you go ahead and trade him for what? For Josh Neller, who's going to play left field for you every day the rest of the way in Cleveland when he's not a left fielder? For Austin Hedges, a catcher who San Diego had to move because they had already traded for two catchers to take over with one month to go, might I add? Come on, Cleveland. You have a real chance in that central division. The Twins are plummeting. The White Sox, I agree, are a real threat with that lineup and that pitching, especially with Giolito doing so well but you were not forced to trade Clevenger. And by the way, are you going to now call up Zach Plesak, the other guy who went out with Clevenger and have Plesak start in the rotation? I bet you do. And when you do, you can't say you traded Clevenger because he went out. You're going to have to say that the clubhouse made you do it or worse, you're going to have to say you did it because of the great haul you got from the San Diego Padres. A true wait to see but a current loser. What about winners? There's always winners on trade deadline day. We talked about the Padres, I think on today's Nothing Personal, though I can't even remember. That was earlier today. Coca, did we actually mention the Padres or was that on CBS Sports HQ? I, we may have mentioned the Clevinger deal where the Padres got Clevenger from the Cleveland Indians. Now, the Padres under A.J. Preller, the wheeler and dealer, the main man who thinks if you're not making a move, you're doing nothing, switched out his catchers, got a back-end bullpen guy, Trevor Rosenthal, then decided to get a starting pitcher, which they needed, in Mike Clevenger. I'm going to say it, and it hurts me. The Padres are current winners of the trade deadline because I couldn't find many others. What will it mean for them long-term? Wait to see. But this season, the Padres will make the playoffs. But if I'm facing Mike Clevenger as the number one starter, because it's not Paddock, who would be their number one starter? I guess they're saying they traded for one. That's not going to scare you. think that scares the Yankees coming in with Cole? I just don't know. That'd be a World Series, though. Of course, the Padres are in the National League. Maybe Washington with Scherzer, but they're in last place, so it couldn't be them. What about the Mets with DeGrom? Yeah, they've lost five in a row, four in a row. Jacob DeGrom lost today. It's not going to be him. Maybe if the Marlins make the playoffs, their number one starter could be Sixto Sanchez. He's better than Clevenger right now. Hmm. Well, I'm giving you a win. Second win. You all think that I hate on the Marlins, but I don't. I just hate on them when they deserve to be hated on. What they did today is they moved Jonathan Villar to the Buffalo Blue Jays and got back Griffin Conine. Now, Griffin Conine is, has a nickname today, and the nickname is a player to be named later. The reason why he's not being named today is that he's not even in the 60-man player pool for the Buffalo Blue Jays. Therefore, you can only trade by rule players in the 60-man pool. Every time you see a player to be named later today or any other day that a trade has happened in the last few weeks, that is because the player who is being traded is outside the pool. That's Griffin Conine. Griffin Conine, the son of Mr. Marlin, the son of the man who worked with me for so many years, won two World Series with the Marlins, and then got unceremoniously dumped by Jeter. Well, they brought back a Conine. I'm not going to say the wrong one. I'm going to say a different one. Griffin Conine is a big league player. He will be in the big leagues. Don't call him Mr. Marlin Jr. because he's not. He is his own man, and he's got big league power today. He strikes out a lot, but in this day and age, that's what you want. Either strike out or hit a home run. But you know what? He can also hit for average, and he's got an above-average arm in, in the outfield. The Marlins think they've got strength in starting pitching. So they trade away some starting pitchers. They want bats back. They got back Starling Marte from the Diamondbacks to play in their outfield today and Griffin Conine to play in their outfield tomorrow. That's how you win at a deadline is when you help yourself today and you help yourself tomorrow. And who did they give up? Caleb Smith, who is really on the fringes. He had a good year last year in the first half, and then really he's tailed off. The Marlins have strength in starting pitching, strength in young starting pitching. They traded one of those guys to the Diamondbacks last year, a guy named Zach Gallen, and got back at one of their top prospects now, Jazz Chisholm. This year, they found another player to send to the Diamondbacks, like Zach Gallen, and his name was Caleb Smith. And they got back Starling Marte, a one-year player. But in order to create money to pay Starling Marte, they had to trade Villar, who they signed on a whim this offseason, hoping he'd perform and they could flip him for a prospect if they weren't in it. Well, the Marlins are in it, and this year they're saying, we're not rebuilding, we're going for the playoffs. We can do it. I don't think they'll make it, but they can in their minds. Therefore, they're going to buy. So they bought Marte, then they sold Villar. But they bought Conine, a perfect trade deadline for the Marlins under president of of basketball, under president of baseball operations in his final year of his contract, might I add, Michael Hill. Another winner, Los Angeles Dodgers. Why do I call them a winner? Who did they trade for, Coca? Any moves at all? I don't think so. That's when you're a winner, when you know that you've got a team that is the best in baseball. You're not going to overpay for Lance Lynn the way everyone thought they would. There is no reason to. They will make it into the playoffs and hope that they get a two out RBI and some good pitching behind Clayton Kershaw and some clutch hits and that they win four out of seven in the last series of the year. No need to make a trade. Good for you, Andrew Friedman. You are a winner. So when you think about the trade deadline, now's when you play the last 30 games in September. You see what happens with these amazing races because of the expanded playoffs. And we get ready for what will be a wild and crazy October that may be full of bubbles. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines.